This is 365 Tech by Suites. Today is the first day of spring semester 2018 at The Ohio State University, so I just started classes today. Today we're going to talk about government as a platform, more reading from What's the Future and Why It's Up to Us, the 2017 book by Tim O'Reilly, CEO and founder of O'Reilly Media. But first, here's a call-in. Really appreciate the feedback. I took this into account, was thinking on it last night. Definitely plan on acting more in the future to give better content. Hey 365 Tech, Zane Raza here from The Upstarts. I wanted to talk to you, I love your show, so I thought I'd do this to give you some feedback. Love what you're doing. Love that you're talking about voice. We're definitely going to see this industry explore in the next five years or so. But what I want to see more of, I think if you focus a little bit more on problems, that'd be awesome. With a certain technology that you see, put a little bit more of your own opinion on it. And what we can do to solve that, what you think the innovation is going to go in the next five or six years. You seem like a very educated guy. And who knows, maybe seven or six years from now, you'll hear from one of your callers and they'll be telling you how they sold their company to Google for a million dollars for improving upon their formula. So thanks for that. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep putting out great content. And thank you. Zane, thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate you taking the time just to converse and collaborate here with me. I will definitely try to present my opinions more in the future and try to talk about the problems that I see with coming technologies and how we can solve them. Definitely going to be talking about that today with the government as a platform. Barack Obama was the first internet president the, because he was known as the first internet president because of his use of the internet during his campaign. As a result, O'Reilly Media, the company that the author uh, started, created a Gov 2.0 summit and expo to attract and collab with government innovators. That was back in 2009. And then, so they did that to try to get and in, in, in interact with more government officials and see how they can bring government to match the, the, the speed the tech has been improving at. Frank, I'm going to try to say this last name right, Di Giamarino. He's, he was Joe Biden's assistant. He said that the key role of government is to identify problems and bring together parties to engage with it. This is different from the old model of government, which is like a vending machine model where we input our taxes and then we press the buttons like services and that comes out of the vending machine. You put things in and you get outputs out, but you have no real interaction with the system. If you get frustrated and you don't like it, you can move to a different vending machine or you can shake it out of frustration, but you're not going to get any more services out of the machine. It's a solid set in stone thing. There are vendors that can come in and out and stock the vending machine with slightly different services. Those could be contractors or different branches of the government. But overall, it's set in stone and not up to the collaboration of the users and clients. Thomas Jefferson, um, he said that, let me try to flip back to that page real quick. He had a quote that I liked. Every man feels that he's the participator in the government of affairs, not merely at an election one day in the year, but every single day. In this model of government, it's ultimately a vehicle for coordinating the collective action of citizens. This is a, participatory, this is a participatory principle um, of government, and it resonates with the idea of open source software and just any successful platform. In order to transition from the vending machine model to a platform, government needs to provide free access to bulk data so that anyone, anyone who wants to, can use it to provide multiple competing services. 
possibly supported by a, a different a variety of business models. That's the difference. We, they've already done this in the past. Government initially created GPS and President Reagan was the one who opened it up and allowed Google Maps to start building off of that platform. They provided access to the data. The internet was created by uh, initially a government funded project. Same with the, uh, the, the highway system and even the first computer and memory chip developments were investments from the government. Government has a critical role to play in the progress of society and technology and government can both learn from each other. They, some, of the, some of the lessons that Tim O'Reilly took away are government and tech platforms must each provide core services that apps and other services rely on. In addition, government and technology companies must create and enforce the rules of law. Clarifying acceptable behavior and punishing bad actors is very important. Government has formal laws which can have anything from physical to financial to cultural um, punishments. Companies are a little bit different. Google, for example, enforces the concept that s safe search um, is a thing and all results are going to be accurate and up to date. Anytime a bad actor or someone breaks the rules, gov Google has the power and does kick people off. The reason is, reason is people don't want to do business where they can't rely on the rules being enforced. That's just a rule across the board. Even no matter how nice it sounds to not have rules, they they serve a purpose on all platforms and in all social gatherings. Another lesson that each can learn from each other is that technology companies and government must also invest in the innovations to drive opportunity. They need to continue to lean into the future rather than resting on their laurels and trying to just remain in the past. Each of them charges for its services in some way or another. The government receives taxes in order to provide services. Google collects data and sells that. Everybody profits in some way. There, nothing is free and everybody charges for its service. This is a base rule. And that's why for each, performance matters. When you're paying for things, performance is going to matter. So far, technology has continued to increase and innovate and has leaps and bounds exponentially used Moore's Law to leverage itself past the, the government's progress, which has remained pretty stagnant. So now the government needs to catch up. And we're pretty pissed off because performance matters, you know? Like, Amazon is able to do two-hour delivery. Google is able to provide real-time directions and accidents. Yet the VA takes 18 months in order to determine if you're eligible for benefits. Okay, how about we just flip that on its head and give... If we use technology and leveraged it right, that wouldn't be a thing. Listen to this. Code for America was a group set up by Jennifer... Palka, and it was that was a, a nonprofit that aimed to bring the government's technology competence up with that of the consumer tech world. Unlike Teach for America, which scaled by recruiting tens of thousands of volunteer teachers, the goal of Code for America was primarily to scale through code, like other open source and internet applications. When you write code and solve a problem, you only have to do it once. Un think, yeah, so when you do Teach for America, when a teacher retires, you need a new teacher to fill that void. Unlike that, when I code something and I build an application, I retire and my application is still able to be up and running. And if something needs changed, you just need to include a new module into that. One example of what Code for America did was the SNAP program in California. The old application was 50 screens long and took 45 minutes to complete, even with the aid of a social worker. It was pretty much they took the straight form off of online and then turned it into a digital app, which was buggy and full of holes and was, had so much friction. These people who are applying to SNAP don't have a lot of time, they don't have a lot of technical experience, and you're going to make them sit there for 50 screens, take 45 minutes with someone helping you? 
Yeah, right. Yeah, right. You think you're helping people out with that government institutions? You're lying to yourself. In instead, what they should have done is created a branching set of questions that refines the user experience based off of what they answer. You can do that with technology. On an old pen and paper system, you don't know how people answer, and you can't change the user experience based off of how they answered. But with a web application, you can do that. So what, what Code for America did is they created Git Cal Fresh, and that took less than eight minutes to, to fill out a form without any, sort of, um, without any sort of assistance needed. You could go from start to end and get interviewed for the SNAP program in less than eight minutes. Now nobody needs to do that again. That program has been expanded to all 58 California counties now. The United Kingdom's Government Digital Service, otherwise known as GDS, is known as the best startup in Europe that you can invest in. It, it what helped to redesign the UK's web strategy, and they have seven design principles that are used to uh, build and structure digital government. One, start with needs, user needs, not government needs. Two, do less. Government should only do what government can do. Three, design with data. So use your experiences to fuel your opinions. Four, do the hard work to make it simple. Five, iterate, then iterate again. Six, build digital services, not websites. And eight, I'm sorry, and seven, make things open. You can't run a country properly if the elites don't understand technology in the same way that they grasp economics or ideology or propaganda. Turns out that the practices that make good apps are very relevant for working, for making good rules as well. The Trump administration has reversed a lot of the um, open data policies of Obama's administration, but this, see that rather than seeing this as a problem, see it as an opportunity to reinvent government. We can't let this slip by. The flip side of every problem is an opportunity. As long as we wear the right set of glasses, we can always see the light, the silver lining, and the optimistic glass half full. If you've got any thoughts on what I've said, call in, give me some feedback. I'd love to have you on the show. If not, I'll catch you tomorrow.